Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Mistletoe Secret. I'm the little cocoa shavings that you put on top of your cocoa, <laughs> Trey Plutnicki. <laughs> uh, I am the netting you put around the Christmas tree in order to put it on top of your car, Daniel oh, Kunkel. Jesus, I was so afraid. Niche. I was, I was really afraid you were going to be like, I am the netting on top of Apple's corporate building. <laughs> I've um, <laughs> I've got in honor of our movie we're talking about this week. I've got some movie pitches for you. Oh yeah, give it to me. So I've, the the so in honor yeah. of Pride, Prejudice, and Mistletoe, Daniel, you have some movie pitches because I us. really like how they took like a, a they took a source material right and they uh-huh. they changed it in an interesting way. So I kind of did the same thing where I took some source material and I want to do kind of a, a revamp version of it. So I picked some older stories, movies, some books in here. Um, so we got All Quiet on the Western Front. War's good in this one. Okay. We've got Frankenstein, uh, which in this one, science is actually really good, and you should marry your cousin. That's a good thing. Okay. Uh, This one I've just called Gremlins 5, all wet in this one. (laughs) Okay. Um, And I think, I think, I'm going to come up with some more, I think. But I think I've really, this movie inspired me. And I just said, like, what if I took... I took original stories that people have really liked for a long time, and I just kind of fundamentally changed everything about them but the name. Um, uh-huh. And I didn't – I've complained about this before. I've decided to embrace it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a Hallmark ad- adaptation of Jaws called Jaws and Mistletoe where <laughs> – where the mayor is a, the mayor actually has some good ideas. <laughs> Bureaucracy is good. Yeah. <laughs> I can't oh, fucking saw, lacy man. Saw saw atop the Christmas tree. Ooh, uh, saw, to, no. Tobin Bell plays uh, <laughs> t- plays uh, John Saint Nicholas. <laughs> Little Mermaid. Of, listen to your dad. <laughs> yeah, Nicholas Kramer. Um, the, the sorry, the, the Godfather. <laughs> you tried crime? Yeah, have you Crime's tried cool. crime? Have you tried crime? Crime is. No, you fundamentally no. missed the bit, and then you texted me being like, I also think this, trying to correct my bit, and you didn't hear the bit set up. That's, that's so funny. your point, to which I would say, that is not the point of All Quiet. No, the no, that's the joke. Also, this, future Daniel. I, I love Annika coming in and being, and being like, Daniel, you, you media illiterate fuck. You, you fucking moron. <laughs> I just, I... I what's the fucking point of calling it this? Yeah, so um we so it's Pride Prejudice and Mistletoe. Daniel, this is is this the second movie of the year that is Pride and Prejudice? I don't know if it uh, it can't be in the same because year. uh we just had, we had just watched uh Christmas, Christmas at, Pemberley. at Pemberley Manor. Oh fuck off. No, it is the same year. Are you yeah. kidding me, Hallmark? So so this is a sort of um Maury Estin, James Cameron, Titanic situation. This is a sort of uh, Maury Estin, <laughs> fan of the um, uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber story. Um, sort of a Phantom of the Opera situation. This is a sort oh, of a Stephen Lacusa, <laughs> Andrew Lippa wild party situation where two oh, writers God. at Hallmark had the same idea to make a uh, milk toast uh, version of Pride and Prejudice set in Hallmark's framework without actually paying homage to the material any further than a couple people's names are the same. Oh, man, did they. Did I cover that? Okay. Uh, You nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. This one, though, this one's worse. This, uh, yeah. And I think it's worse. I think I know where you're going with this because 
I, I think it's worse because it it exclusively pays homage to uh, Pride and Prejudice by including Pemberley Manor or, yeah. or Pemberley just generally. There's actually a Pemberley High School in this one, which is kind of funny. Rough. And then uh, Lacey Chabert, her name is Darcy. So Darcy's yes. Darcy's the girl in this one, which is ooh, uh, ooh. how progressive. Fuck off. <laughs> It's a shit movie. Uh, and that's as far as it goes. This one is also aggressively more Hallmark than Christmas at Pemberley Manor. Would yeah. you have to? Where it's like, it's really paint by numbers Hallmark. I, if nothing else, to its credit, this is the movie I would show to. If somebody's like, I want to get into Hallmark. I want to really know what I'm in for. I would show right. them this and be like, this is like exactly what you are in for. Yeah, I you feel like you're watching a just a blueprint. Like if this, yes. then this. Uh, like you, all I when I closed my eyes, all I saw was a blue sheet of paper with white lines drawn across. With like if A, then B. If B, then C. You know, it's incredibly, incredibly simplistic. It's incredibly straightforward. The plot is like non-existent. No, well, there's sorry. There's a sketch. Sure, let's describe the Vegas sketch of a plot. So, Lacey Chabert is what an investment banker. She's she works. She's a partner at her firm, uh, and she's going home for the holidays. (laughs) She's Hallmark's favorite kind of character, a career woman. Yes, she's career woman. That's it. And he's Christmas boy. Yeah. And she goes home for the holidays, which causes like sort of tension at her firm. And she's like, all right, that's weird. Um, she goes home and she finds out that she needs to throw a uh, a super fundraiser. And what she then finds out is that her partner of the super fundraiser is hometown hottie Luke <laughs> Bennett who now owns a restaurant and he's going to cater the event. She's going to plan the event. Both of them haven't done this before. This fundraiser is for what exactly? Does Um, it even matter? I know it's like a children's, it's like a children's charity. Yeah. It doesn't really have any, the, what they're fundraising for doesn't have much to do with anything else in the movie. Like there's no reason why it's just is. It is the Uh, barest of decorations on a uh plot. As it turns out, Lacey is kind of being iced out from her investment firm. Yeah. And she's like being try- like they're trying to like elbow her out of the of the firm altogether. But her biggest client decides to after seeing what gr- how great a job she did at this fundraiser <laughs> yeah. decides that uh, she wants uh, he wants to be her like forever partner. Like I will always come to you for my investment needs. Uh, Lacey then yeah. also decides to like invest in Luke's business financially and be and be his, his business partner. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, they kiss under a mistletoe, which was the best part of this movie. Yeah, when it ended, they kiss. They kiss under the mistletoe. They, and, which yeah. is the first one this year. It is the first one this year, which is like, <laughs> let me see how many are. We're in one, one, two, three, We're in four, halfway. five, six, seven, eight. We're 10 movies in. Yeah. And I, I don't think we, we are averaging like one a year. We, we, used, to, we used to be swimming. We have plummeted the numbers. Yeah. Can I read you? I found a book that I think might have inspired this movie. Okay. Um, Pride and Prejudice and Mistletoe. 
which is better than Pride, Prejudice, and Mistletoe. I don't know why. It just is. Uh, this is written by Melissa De La Cruz. Um, let's see. <laughs> Darcy Fitzwilliam is 29, beautiful, successful, and brilliant. She dates hedge funders and basketball stars and is never without her three cell phones. One for work, one for play, and one to throw at her assistant. Just kidding. Darcy's never fallen in love, never has time for anyone else's drama, and never goes home for Christmas if she can help it. But when her mother falls ill, she comes home to Pemberley, Ohio to spend the season with her family. Her parents throw their annual Christmas bash where she meets one Luke Bennett, the smart, sardonic, slacker son of their neighbor. Luke is 32 years old and has never left home. He's a carpenter who makes beautiful furniture and is content with his simple life. He comes from a family of five brothers, each one less ambitious than the other. Hell yeah. See, that would, that would be cool as hell Can if I fuck- they were just like, here's, here's Luke... Here's Kevin, here's Jim, here's Puke, here's, <laughs> here's Suck, Justin, and each one just keeps getting just me, just worse and worse. Let me throw this next sentence at you, and I think if this has happened in the movie, we'd be having a different conversation right now. When Darcy uh-huh. and Luke fall into bed after too many eggnogs, Darcy thinks it's just <gasps> another one-night stand. But why can't she stop thinking of Luke? What is it about him? And can she fall in love, or will her pride and his prejudice against big city girls stand in their way? You know, like pride and prejudice. Like pride and prejudice. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Like, like how they both suck. Oh my god, it's so easy. It's so easy to just make them both suck. They just both need to suck. And then by being with each other, yes. they learn to not suck. You know, like a movie. Here And here's the thing. And okay. because so Luke being a, a good for nothing furniture maker, I, I guess I love that. That's in this so book good is rad because <laughs> like, obviously he'll make no money. Can you can you imagine if you're if Daniel, you were like, hey, Trey, I met this girl. Uh, yeah, she she <laughs> flips furniture from Facebook Marketplace. Uh, I, <laughs> she, I, and that is like her only career prospect. She sucks at everything else. I'd be like, Daniel, why? You know, and then also imagine if you if we got the inside scoop about why like Lacey Chabert was being fired at her investment firm and it like turns out she's like been like like she's awful to her coworkers and has been skimming millions like that would be such an oh, interesting movie so right it would be awesome if and cuz that's a yeah it's i guess yeah it's a simple setup like sure whatever it's a good one though like yeah, it's, it's good. A good the, it the book, this book. Can we read yeah. the book instead? Yeah, we could read the book instead. I think that'd be that'd be kind of fun. One that'd time. be kind of fun. Is to that'd do just we do like a book for a month and we read a, like a certain amount of it. That's a fun idea. That's a fun idea. I think we I think we could hmm. only do it for like do a little book club. I think it would have to be for an episode. It's just one episode. Just an episode. Let know. me see how many pages is uh yeah is Miss Dela Cruz's masterpiece here. Because mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if I I could. I have gotten back into reading finally. Oh, you have! I that, finally did. That's, it's two hundred and forty really awesome. pages. I feel like we uh, could do two episodes with that. Do uh, do yeah, one twenty, or or just do one, just do one and make it long. You know, <laughs> or or just one again. <laughs> just one, yeah, or just one. <laughs> uh, just keep, uh, it conci- keep it concise. Keep it consolidated. Tight. Keep it tight for the yeah, audience. Keep it tight, 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 tight. Uh, uh, I, have a, I have a review if you want to. Yeah, wanna. definitely. Um, this one. Uh, has less than nothing to do with Pride and Prejudice, <laughs> is this one. Uh, some of them say it uh, fell completely flat, n- nothing yep. to do with the Jane Austen novel. Mm-hmm. Here's a really long one. And I love that I, I love that this, making your movie this way, invites, invites more criticism than it would if it wasn't called this. 
Right, because if, you you because it's so iconic. Yeah, if you had just called this like dashing home to Christmas or whatever, I wouldn't bat my fucking eyes at it. I would say, great, connect it, move along. But you fucked up. Yeah, they they. I mean, they dropped the ball. Uh, here's here's one out of ten. <laughs> Pride and Prejudice and a very boring movie. <laughs> Yeah. Lacey Chabert is at it again, kicking off the Hallmark romantic holiday movie season, and despite her best efforts, she drowns in this bomb. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> oh, I love that. Shit. Uh, this movie lacks originality, interesting characters, a magical Santa character. They're doing a better job than us. But <laughs> and, and a plot. Because it literally has the same plot as every other Hallmark Holiday movie. And we it said is that. extremely boring to watch. We did say that, Daniel. Nice job. Sorry. Go ahead and notch that under your desk. Okay. Just to keep it keep track. <laughs> and the only thing that keeps this movie 25. moving. Oh, this is an interesting <laughs> <laughs> The only thing that keeps this movie moving forward is the mom. Which who is du- too dumb to realize what is going on around her? So she just makes a blank, just makes blanket declarations of directions to everyone else who don't do much uh, more than default to awkward conversations and fake laughing. Yeah, fuck moms. Yeah, fuck mom. Boo. Qu- this is this is good. Quote unquote, Luke is the love interest. <laughs> That's his name. I what know. Do you mean, like, quote unquote? <laughs> uh, and we were told he used to fight with Darcy. Jean Valjean, let's call him. Steal yeah, some quote bread. unquote Jean Valjean. I should uh, have a secret name in that one. That's a bad example. Fuck. Except when we meet Luke, he is about as exciting as an old cat and makes zero impression. That's an insult to oatmeal, okay? Uh, and makes zero impression That's that an he is an insult to old cats everywhere, baby. <laughs> Uh, he comes. Uh, he uh, he makes zero impression that he is at odds with Darcy. In fact, he comes across as affable, friendly, and the total opposite of what was implied about his personality. After their first meeting, Darcy declares that nothing has changed about Luke. Yet we, as the audience, see the complete opposite, and this <laughs> undermines the entire movie. Now, this is media illiteracy at its finest. The, I, yeah. So th- this review has stuff that's like right in it. But that is dumb. That That's is wrong. dumb what he just said. Why is it wrong, Daniel? Tell me. Because, like, he is different. He's, like, responsible now. And he owns a business. And, like, he spends the whole movie being like, look, I put all my effort into this business. I put a lot of work into it. I'm really, you know, I'm really, really working on it, you know? And also, we never fucking see him in the past. We just hear about it from her perspective. So, like... But the reason why that the reviewer is media illiterate is because Darcy declaring that nothing has changed about Luke means that she is obviously lying to the person she's talking to, obviously, and herself, Ooh. which is a which is a uh, signifying trait of attraction in a Hallmark movie. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, you're right. I, I've, I have the biggest, goofiest smile on my face right now. <laughs> You're really close to the camera, too. Um, Let's see how many cliche plot points this one can rack up. Female leaves big city and her family lives in small town. Check. 
female lead has a stressful business job that she does not appear qualified for in any way whatsoever. Check. I'll push female back against lead. that. She seems pretty qualified yeah. for no, this No, she job. seems pretty qualified. She I'll seems unfairly, like, bit. sort yeah. of fired in this way. Yeah. Female lead goes home for the holidays. Check. Female lead's lame ex-boyfriend wants to get back together. Check. Do you want to talk about that? Let's... Can we talk about, uh... Oh, what's his face? Carl? 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 Yeah. yeah. Carl's, like... Carl's just this other guy, really. <laughs> he's just so fucking milk toast, and he's yeah. like, "Oh, I work with your dad a lot." Yeah, that's that's, that's my only personality. Tra- uh, her dad, so, oh, her fucking dad. Have we talked about the dad yet? No, we haven't talked about dad. I don't dad, like the dad. The dad. Well, dad has weird. an empire, according to Lacey Chabert's character. Uh, the the. Uh, he's got some big Logan his, Roy energy going. Yeah, on. his business is described as a empire yeah do we know what he does what does he do he's another investment banker like her oh he's oh great well i mean that's yeah i feel like that's what you would have to be i feel like investment bankers only give birth to other investment bankers they they yeah they they respawn each other that's how they do it Yeah, yeah he's just like she comes home he's like oh sorry i wasn't there to say hi to you when you showed up even though i'm basically retired I had to do some business and then, but also do you want to come run the business? And she's like, dad, you ask me this every time. I don't want to run the goddamn family business. And he's like, okay. She's like, don't ask me about it again. He's like, okay, I might slip up though. <laughs> so like, he's I, such yeah. a fucking bastard about it. Yeah. He kind of, I mean, Logan Roy energy is exactly what I was thinking when I was, do you think this, this was an inspiration? for pardon you for succession for succession do you think this was an inspiration for succession they both came out in 2018 you're okay i love to imagine brian cox like on his couch like watching his hallmarks and he's like i'm going i got a great idea (laughs) i'm going fuck this guy's good fuck (laughs) this guy's good (laughs) succession so good i don't want to watch this anymore he built an empire. I haven't seen anything like a, I. I haven't seen. Is that a good Logan Roy impression? First it's, of all, not really. No, he's not nearly it's that a, Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. How's that? An under an underrated Brian Cox performance. Troy. You seen Troy in a while? Never, never seen Troy. Never seen I've, Troy. I haven't watched him. I haven't oh. watched a good movie or television show in. Pro- in like a month dude troy is fucking crazy troy is so good worthwhile yeah one of brad pitt's best performances which is really saying something for bradford pitt brad bradley pitt. it's bradley pitt Damn oh it. it is bradley pitt took a gamble on it um so um yeah the Money rest ball? of the re- fuck man let's just watch brad pitt movies <laughs> <laughs> uh the rest of the review is like it's fine um, they, they, uh, they cite the stupidest line in the movie, which is, uh, w- when wimpy, bashful Luke says, my phone has a camera. Wow, Luke, that was deep. That's, that's what the review says. <laughs> that's the whole review. Uh, speaking of business, the dad dresses well, sits around in his office and appears all business-like, but never really says anything to suggest he has a clue about running a business or finance. I don't he think seems he does. More like, he seems more like a res- retired school teacher or something. I, yeah, I don't think he actually runs a business. I think they're all just like, yeah, 
Oh, yeah. Dad, you made a, a million gajillion dollars today. It's quite sad. There are, there are sometimes in Hallmark movies where I'm like, does does Lacey Chabert like know the ins and outs of this industry that she claims to have be working in? Like, do, do you think Lacey Chabert knows that those want the first thing about investment banking? Her like no, uh, uh-uh. God no. <laughs> A stupid question. Of course she doesn't. <laughs> I I need to I need to watch. I, you know what? Um, I, I, next next week I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna watch mm-hmm. some interviews with Lacey Chabert. See if there's yeah. any like sit down, di- like deep dive interviews with her. What's like and, a non? And I'll come back to you because I'm interested now. I'm my my. I'm peaked. I guess yeah. She's yeah. She's good in Mean Girls. Um, Lacey Chabert. Yeah, she's good in Mean Girls. Um. All right. Well, I I don't have anything else to say about this thing. Uh, I, we did we did it all. I mean, Luke owns a tavern. Cool. Um, th- there is, um, Marion Beckwith. If we're gonna go into connections, do you mind? Please, and remind Marian, me who Marion Beckwith is. Marion Beckwith okay. is. Uh, I think she. She has something to do with Pemberley Carols. Okay. Uh, do you remember Pemberley Carols in the movie? No. Nah. They talk about doing like the Pemberley Carols a bunch, and it, I think it's just like like carolers. Okay. No, that but sounds Mary, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Marion Beckwith is is said is spoken of in association with. The pe- the Pemberley can't uh, hold on. Let me let me pull up. Let me see if I can find the. Uh, let me see if I can find this clip. Oh, fuck the dad is so Logan Roy. <laughs> you are so <laughs> Logan Roy coded, man. So she was okay. She was the previous host. She was the previous host of the Pemberley can carols. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And she was she is the one. She's the reason why it kept going, and she hasn't hosted it in years. Okay. Mm, okay. And and Marion Beckwith. Anyway, Marion was behind on everything, which has forced me to play catch up. And we are low yes. on big ticket yes. auction items. Yes. So this year, I'm going to do something completely different. This is this is her uh, Lacey Chabert's mom. So yeah. her br- her brilliant idea is fucking yeah. stupid. So Marion Beckwith. <clears throat> we never meet Marion. No. Don't feel like I need Beck- to. Beckwith is a sort of name that um, is kind of given Vanderton. Okay. Okay. It's it's sort of given Vanderton. Okay. What do we think? <laughs> That's all you got. Um, That's all I have. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, I'm kind of interested in these custom Christmas trees. So, like the big her big ticket items that you just heard Trey mention are custom Christmas trees, uh, mm-hmm. which which somehow make a lot of money because they're selling them on like fucking December twenty third. And I'm curious who's making those custom Christmas trees. Could it possibly be wreath maker extraordinaire branching out after realizing that wreaths, <laughs> you can't make a living making wreaths? I think it is. Yes. That's my theory. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can, I can totally get behind that. And if that's all we get after last week's insanity, then I'm fine with that because this movie is, feels like a, like a message in a bottle. As contained as ever. This is so... Yeah, it's like really tight. I am kind of curious, like, 
it is weird we've had two Pride and Prejudice things this close together. Yeah. That there I are do. two different things named Pemberley out there. Yeah, and not only Pemberley, uh, but like, I mean, there is like a whole Pemberley town. Like, yeah. Pemberley's a family name, right? Yeah. So, like, there's Pemberley Manor, which is obviously named after, like, the dude named Pemberley. But this town makes it seem like, oh, it just got named Pemberley. Oh, wait, so are you asking, like, in the in the book? No, in in uh in, in the, the in the world. Movie. Yeah, oh, okay, in, yeah, in yeah, Hallmark. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I I guess so. That makes sense to me. So, do you th- do you think that maybe the, the Pemberley Manor is here and the town is named after or like a oh. lot of these namesakes are named after him? Let me go check out Christmas at Pemberley Manor real quick. Let me Yeah. Do a do a little poke around. Poke around. High flying New York event planner. That's right. Oh, this is Jessica Lounge. That's right. Love her. It could be. I don't remember the name of the town she was in, unfortunately. Are you going to tell me? Why can't you just, like, give me. Basic information, Hallmark, like quickly and easily. I just yeah, want I, I, just uh, tell me. I, I don't make me do the work for this made-up thing that we made up. All right, let's see. About, no, not a video. About. <laughs> Utensil trivia is a thing. Yeah, I don't remember the name of the town, so I'm happy to say it's in the same place. Okay, let's kill it. It's crushed. Any anything else you want to talk about? I don't think so. I don't really have like we haven't been able to do a long episode in a while. Like a one like Well, last last week's was pretty long, was it not? I don't think it was. Cuz I commented I told Annika, yeah, they've all been like the last two have been 38 minutes and this is only at 29 minutes right now. <laughs> There's just not a lot to talk about with these no. ones. It's almost like when the movie is exactly the same every single time. Yeah, the last one was about 30. It was a, a, around 30, 40 minutes. It was 38.50 and 38.48 were the last two, and then 31, and then 22. Our last really long one was the was the wrap-up. That just is long. Yeah, yeah, it's been between like 25 and 40 minutes. Hey, Lacey, you made too many movies. I'm yeah, looking it's now. Just like we, <laughs> I'm looking at what? love, romance, and chocolate. I don't think this is a Christmas. Oh, shit. Oh, man, that's sad. Emma and Chocolatier Luch compete for Belgium's royal chocolatier. The beauty and romance of Bruges inspire unique chocolate combinations. But will their entry win them? Sorry, will their entry win without them losing their hearts? Oh. Oh. Um, do we have a. Do you want to say what movie we're watching next? next I week? would love to. We are watching Christmas Everlasting. A hotshot lawyer returns to. Oh, shit. Fuck. Where'd the description go? Come back here. Huh. <laughs> Christmas is fast approaching and years of long workdays are about to pay off for Lucy. However, when her older sister unexpectedly passes away, Lucy dreads returning to Nilsson's Bay to handle her sister's estate. 
Lucy. Lucy Shabur? Nope. No. Um, this Hallmark decided to branch out and they said, hey, what if most of the lead actors in this one were not white? There's not one white white person on the cover of this movie, which is a monumental step for them. That is that is huge. That oh, I'm kind of excited. Is enormous. And well, I think it's got the Allstate guy. <laughs> Wait, Danger? Wait, no, not Allstate. Or what's his name? Not, not Allstate. The um, oh my God, is this a different guy? Really? Well, I'll I'll state that you should leave five, <laughs> so five stars on Apple Podcast on, on five oh. stars. <laughs> or Apple Podcasts. You can also leave us a follow. That would really help us out. You can also leave a review mm-hmm. on our podcast page on Apple Podcasts, and we'll read it on the show. You can visit our website, www.mistletoesecret.wixsite.com, to see our version of the story so far. Or you can leave your version of the story so far in the contact form at the bottom of the page. You can also do the same by going to our uh, by emailing us at mistletoesecret at gmail.com. Or you can visit us on visit us on Jesus Christ. It's hot in here. You can visit <laughs> us on great. TikTok uh, at Mistletoe Secret at TikTok. Um, Daniel, the intro and outro music was written by Colin Robertson. What was the intro music called? It's called Where's Bingley? There's no Bingley in this movie. How am I supposed to know what a good example of a relationship is if you don't have Bingley? That song title would never sell. No, what no radio did, would ever though? play that song. That's some rush shit right there. <laughs> and um, I'm going to challenge myself by making this outro music one word. Um, and uh, the outro. Oh, I used our word budget for the outro. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah it's, no, it's fine. It's fine. And uh, the outro music is, of course, called Pemberley. My name is Trey Plutnicki. My name is Daniel Kunkel. And I'm reminding you to stay jingling and stay jolly. Thank you for listening. And are you in good hands? That's nationwide. No, is it really? Oh, wait, no, it's not. No, no, it's no, not no you're, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs>